Welcome to another episode of Hardware Retailing's podcast, Tell Me More, hosted by myself, Renee Shagnon. In today's episode, we're doing something a little different. While I absolutely love interviewing retailers from our industry, I thought it might be fun for me to dive into some of the things I want to talk more about. To make sure I don't ramble on too much and to help give us a little balance, our digital media specialist, Kevin Treon, may add some of his thoughts here and there too. Say hi, Kevin. Hey, Renee. How's it going? Good. I'm glad you're here with me. This will be a little fun, but I might turn to you here and there so I so I have another voice and I'm not just talking to the abyss. Especially <laughs> yeah. since I'm talking <laughs> I'm talking in a closet right now, so I feel like I'm going a little crazy, but Yeah, I'm this glad will be, to be here because I've always been present in your podcast, which I mean I don't know if the listeners know, but I've always been present during your recordings, but I've never said anything. So I've always been yes. the the man behind the uh, the camera, so to speak. Yes, I'm excited to get some thoughts from you here and there. Um, Well, to start off the episode, I think it might be helpful if I give you, the listener, a little bit of background information on who you're listening to. As I said just a couple minutes ago, my name is Renee Shagdon, and I've been with the North American Hardware and Paint Association, formerly the North American Retail Hardware Association, since the summer of 2014. But before I got involved in our industry and in the association. My first job out of college in 2012 was working for Jimmy John's corporate. And I traveled to franchise sandwich store locations across the country. Um, And in that role, my job was to help management teams and staff promote and sell their brand locally. It was a really cool first job. And it taught me many valuable lessons, including learning how to travel on a weekly basis, which I mean, they don't teach that in school, Um, interacting and gaining the trust of employees at new stores each week, and then walking into businesses and new communities with free sandwiches in hand to like get them excited to deliver uh, sandwiches and get catering orders in a quick way. Um, It was something that just kind of happened. And I remember it was really intimidating at first because not only was I walking into these stores where... I was I had never worked in a Jimmy John's before I signed on and became a corporate employee. Um, but I also had to be able to hold my own help during lunch rushes and then also teach their staff how to um, sample the product and really promote it in a way that um, gets people buzzing about the business. Um, you have to be able to open yourself up and, and kind of put yourself out there. And even if I had some skeptics, skeptics in the beginning, I do feel like I was able to kind of win people over and, and make them friends with me at the end of the week. Um, but that was a really cool opportunity. And while you think sandwiches have nothing to do with hardware, in my opinion, now that I can look back at that first experience out of college, it really uh, laid the groundwork for what I do today and what I've been doing with NHPA for the past six years. I decided to switch out of that after about two years because I was ready to plant my roots in a community and just get back into writing and some of that creative juices that I wasn't able to utilize in my role with Jimmy John's. Um, My brother actually was the one who knew someone at NHPA and said, hey, I know you have a 
you have a degree in journalism. There's a job posting here at uh, this this company for a magazine called Hardware Retailing. You should look into it. And I knew nothing about the home improvement industry. I was I was not sure about myself, but I said, well, I might as well apply and just see what there is um, in this association and give it a try. And when I got the job with NHPA, I was excited but very nervous because I knew nothing about the home improvement industry. And the first year was such a learning curve. But in the years since I started, I can honestly say I've learned so much about the home improvement industry and the people we represent that make it such a special one. I've loved writing about retailers and also sharing your stories on my podcast. In the six plus years I've been highlighting retailers in our industry, I'm proud to say I've become a huge advocate for independent home improvement retailers. If I see a family or friend and they're getting ready to go to a big box store or buy something on Amazon, I always try to urge them to check their local independent first. In my opinion, we need to continue to do what we can to take care of the independent businesses that are, make our communities so special. And that's just something that I've learned over time that I don't know if I would have understood the importance of as much as I do now in this role. Today, I'd love to talk to you a little bit about my passion for visiting new places and stopping at the home improvement stores that support the communities I'm spending my time in. If you're listening to this podcast, you're more than likely an owner, manager, or employee of a home improvement business. Whatever your role in the industry, I have a feeling I'm not the only one that searches independent hardware stores in my Google search when I'm on vacation or traveling for work. Although travel has taken a backseat this year for public health concerns amid the COVID-19 pandemic, I think we'll all be eager to hit the road safely or make our way to our first in-person trade show when we can. My first job introduced me to travel, and my job with NHPA has continued that love of exploration as well. I've embarked on several road trips to see independent hardware stores, lumber yards, home centers, and paint operations across the country. And I've also made a day out of my travels to various trade shows to visit the businesses in the area and bring ideas back. Why are these travels so important? In my opinion, traveling to new places takes you out of your comfort zone and gives you the chance to think outside the box. Whether you already have a road trip planned or wanting to plot out places you'd like to visit when traveling is fully safe again, maybe some of these travel takeaways can give you inspiration for your future plans. And whether it's a trip for work or play, perhaps those with you will become just as excited to to explore our industry as well. So some of the coolest businesses I've come across have been found while I'm away from home. In my time with NHPA, I visited hundreds of home improvement stores across North America. From long-standing family businesses to massive independent retail chains, every operation has a unique story and fascinating ideas just waiting to be discovered. And for me, these store visits have allowed me to feel even closer to the retailers that make up the industry we serve. By opening the doors of your business, offering store tours, introducing us to your employees, and allowing us to document your business through photos, interviews, podcast episodes, and more, retailers all over can help one another and ensure our industry remains strong. A few years ago, I planned a trip out to Houston for an industry trade show. To make the most of my visit, I knew I wanted to head out a day early and visit stores in the area. I reached out to stores beforehand, I think there were about five of them, and then I made my way to see them once I made it into town. 
I can still remember the feeling of being a kid in a candy store when I walked into Cypress Ace Hardware. Not only did they have all the items your typical hardware store would carry, but the 30,000 square foot business also had a huge area of the store devoted to the grilling category. It had a fudge shop within the business and an exciting housewares department. I remember wandering through the aisles and wanting to shop the entire store, although my wallet wouldn't allow it. I likely would have never found this store if I hadn't made it a point to visit the stores in the area in Houston. What still sticks out to me about Cypress Ace Hardware years after my visit is that their focus on creating an entertaining shopping experience is something your customers will remember and want to return to. In their store, they had a grilling area that had TVs at the front. And I I was talking to one of the employees there. I think it might have been a manager. And he was telling me that on weekends, they'll do grilling um, events, or they did at the time. And they they had a way to get all the smoke out through like a vent. And they have all these big green eggs and all these other different types of grills set up. But they'll show, they'll do like cooking things and they'll show how to do different types of techniques or, or things on the grill. And they'll have cameras that film them while they're doing it. So no matter where you are, if you're further back in that area of the grilling department, you're able to see it. I mean, that was just so unique and interesting to me. And seeing all the sauces and rubs, it just goes to show that they really put a creative hat on when they planned out adding that section to the store. And I think from my opinion, if I was living in in that community in Houston where barbecuing and grilling is such a big thing, I would definitely want to stop by and get the items I needed from their location. Another store I've visited that's created a similar impression to me that Cypress Ace Hardware did was McGuckin Hardware, which is in Boulder, Colorado. Again, I was out there for a trade show. I was in the Denver area and I knew I wanted to visit some stores, you know, near and around Denver. And McGuckin Hardware is one if you're ever in the Colorado area or in kind of the Denver surrounding area, you have to go to. It's just such a cool location and has so many unique departments from sporting goods, obviously hardware, they have housewares. I remember they had a huge pet department. And what's so cool about it is that their employees all wear these green vests. They're known in the community for the green vested employees that are there to help all of their customers find exactly what they need. Um, They're in a college community. They have all of these people that come in all the time to go shop the store, get the things they need and get about their day, their active lifestyle. And I even learned from my dad a couple of years ago that when I visited, he goes, oh, your grandfather had been there before. He'd visited and loved it. And it's just so cool knowing that a business has been in a community and continues to have such a respected uh, place among those that walk through its doors and shop shop the store. Um, and that's something that I think could be re- replicated in a variety of ways, whether it's the uniform that your employees wear or just really taking the time to invest in your employees with, with training. and. Um, you know, to get on a soapbox for what I do. Uh, I love making sure that retailers know about all the great content we have on our site for our members to train themselves, their managers and their employees. Um, We even launched a new course on onboarding that if you're wanting to continue to establish a solid team, our onboarding course is phenomenal for for that and will really help your team 
kind of have that impression of knowing what they're talking about and helping customers because they know the different the different things they need to know to be able to get someone what they need so they can get their project done and out the door. Throughout any of these types of visits I've gone on, whether it's been to Cypress Ace or McGuckin or any of the other hundreds of stores I've visited, uh, I think it's just really important to get out and see different stores and and see what they have going on in them. You know, the two stores I mentioned are both a little bit of a larger footprint, but I've even experienced similar kind of aha moments in some of the smaller stores as well. And I think that every store, like I mentioned earlier, has something unique about it. Taking these visits and letting them help me shape future stories, podcast episodes, or simply introducing me to a new niche or unique product is something I couldn't discover by simply looking at a retailer's website. However, they might have a map view walk uh, like Woods Hardware does. So I don't want to say you couldn't find out cool things about a store online, but I'll say for the most part, you're going to find the coolest things by just walking through the doors of a new store and taking those ideas in. So if you haven't explored many retailers' stores, I think you should consider doing a quick Google search and reaching out ahead of time or just popping in uh, when you go on your next road trip or if you're out um, at a trade show in the future. I think it's a great chance to not only find new ideas and see how others do business, but it's also going to continue to strengthen our industry by showing that we're a united front. And, you know, we might not all be under the same umbrella, but we sure are fighting for the same thing. And that's keeping independence strong. Uh, I'm sure you'd be surprised how many people would gladly welcome you into their business with open arms. And who knows? It, it, like I said, it could even lead to a connection that will continue to benefit both of you for years to come. There's something so cool about getting to visit a retailer's business. I love getting to know the people that are running the businesses that make up our industry. While picking up the phone and chatting is something I still do on a weekly basis in my role as the retail outreach coordinator, walking into your operation and seeing how your store runs is very rewarding. I will never know fully what it feels like to be an owner, a manager, or an employee at your store, but I feel like I get a little closer to discovering more about it when I get to walk into the stores you operate. If you're wanting to meet and connect with more retailers in our industry, I think an easy way to get started is by reaching out and visiting their stores. Whether you go to those under the same wholesaler or you open yourself up to all wholesalers, I think you'll discover new ideas and build strong relationships that can help you in the long run. Through NHPA, we also encourage retailers to get to know one another and build connections. It's all about associating. I think that's something I get most passionate about because we are the Switzerland of the hardware industry. You don't have to be from this brand or this chain or this co-op or this wholesaler to be part of our association. You're all members to us. So please get involved, subscribe to our newsletters, read the magazine, and attend our virtual or in-person events when they happen. And also, if you're nervous about reaching out to people or if you're looking for someone who knows something about a specific area of the industry, I'd, I'd be happy to look into it. Maybe I have a contact you wouldn't know about, and I can connect you guys from across the country or, or something like that. I think it's, it's all about 
continuing to look for others that can help help you in your journey and they should be able to find help from you as well. Or you can also participate in our roundtable discussions to really find a way to bounce ideas off others in the industry. You just never know who you'll meet or how their suggestions can help you become a better, more profitable business owner. I know convincing retailers to travel and visit stores might not be that tough of a job, aside from COVID-19 and kind of being more, uh, being careful about where you go and, and that type of thing. But if you are afraid of getting to know someone or learning more about their business, I really think you're missing out. If you get ideas from other retailers, you visit their stores, or you just pick up the phone and give them a call and get to know them, you'll, you can learn about how others run their operations. And maybe you'll find something that you'll take back and use in your business. I think it's just so important for our industry of independent home improvement store owners, whether you're in the hardware specific category or your lumberyards, home centers, paint and decorating retailers, whatever your niche is, or whether you kind of encompass all of those things, there is something that you can learn from every retailer you meet. And if you take the time to get to know them, to get to know their business, to see how they run things, I think that you'd be surprised at how much you can improve your own business or maybe offer them suggestions as well. Um, If we continue to work together and prop each other up, we'll be able to continue serving our industry. And now is a time when everyone's looking for their home improvement needs to be served. And I think that the independent industry should continue to be that uh, resource and not just have big boxes or Amazon continue to try and cut us out. I, I think that you guys are too strong and by working together, you'll be able to continue growing. So thanks for taking the time to listen to me talk about my love of travel and visiting retailer stores while away from home. If you want to tell me more about your exciting retail store visits, please share them with me. And if you're interested in being a guest on this podcast, please reach out to me at R-C-H-A-N-G-N-O-N at N-R-H-A.org or give me a call at 317-275-9442. I'd love to hear from you and share your story with our listeners. And hey, maybe there's another topic you think that I should talk about next time I I go on a rambling spree. But I really uh, appreciate you guys listening and I hope you'll tune in to our next episode. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.